0: And praise God. Hallelujah. Well, the Bible tells us in Romans 12, 2, if you want to turn there, to meditate on the word of God. Amen. It says, to be ye transformed by renewing your mind. You renew your mind by reading the word. Amen. And not just reading it, but meditating on what you read. And that word, meditate, meditate. Excuse me, it means to ponder, to mutter, and to think about what you're reading. You don't just read it just for the sake of saying, I read the word. Cause, you know, if it didn't go in anywhere, then you wasted your time. You might as well went to a softball game. Amen. But if you're going to read the, <coughs> if you're going to read the word, let it work on the inside of you. Amen. Let it work so that it can change you. From glory to glory. Hallelujah. So let's read uh, Romans 12:2. It says, and do not, <clears throat> excuse me, let's go to 12.1. And it says, I beseech you, uh, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. In other words, God is not asking you to do something that's out of the ordinary. It's common to man, amen, that you would obey God and prove by uh, obeying God and allowing him to use you in any way he so chooses because he created you. You know, sometimes we think we're our own. I do what I want to do, go where I want to go, but we belong to God. God amen he created us and so we should obey him but verse 2 says and do not be conformed or changed by or a part of do not be a part of this world but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of god amen Hallelujah. Now, what is this passage saying? Now, you know, I like to break it down in, in my language, <clears throat> and I wrote it down. and This is what I came up with. It's telling us not to fashion or adopt the world's superficial customs. Don't, in other words, don't copy what the world is doing. Amen. That's why it's so many people in the world that doesn't churches are so empty. Because they don't see any difference in us and the world. And this is why, because of Romans 12, 2. They don't do what Romans 12, 2 tells them to do. They don't uh, renew their minds in the word of God. Don't read the word. And when people read it like I did when I was in a traditional church, I read it in a, a religious fashion just to see how much, I could read. You know how you run across these people and they say, I read the whole Bible. And I, want, I tell them so. <laughs> what does that mean? Amen. It doesn't matter about how much scripture you memorize, but it's how much scripture is deposited on the inside of you. Amen. How much did that scripture rub off on you? Is it working in your life? can we see it by your fruit amen Amen. that's what's important really truly having a meal on this word eating it and not just reading it and then you good to go because you're not amen this word has to sink in and this is why you have to read it over and over and over again and when you catch yourself like i had to do this too when you catch yourself saying i already know that scripture Or I read, we read, how many times are we going to read this? Until you get it. Amen. Until you get it. I used to do that stuff. Amen. And But, you know, God wants us to not just read the word, but he wants us to allow the word to inhabit us. In other words, take residence on the inside of you and you live out of that word. Is that making sense? <clears throat> Hallelujah. So don't copy the world's superficial values. You know, if if the women out there are wearing skirts up to their, you know, wherever they're wearing them, don't you do it. Amen. You keep your long skirts on or your skirts to your knee. I mean, you know, I'm not, I don't, uh I'm not the clothing Gestapo. I, I just don't because i don't even have time or i don't take time maybe i should i just don't but i have sense enough to know how far to wear my skirts you know i always did and so you have to uh, let the holy spirit show you how to dress and how to i mean you just have to walk by by faith and and obey the the lord he doesn't want you to look like a uh uh What can I say? He doesn't want you to look bad. God wants you to look good, okay? And he wants you to look attractive. But, you know, you have to uh, watch how you choose things. And just just have some moral um, judgment about everything that you do. Amen. That's all God is saying. Don't pattern after the world. Just because they do it don't mean it's for you. Because they have a whole lot of problems that go along with their freedom. And then don't get religious. Stand liberty. Y'all know what I'm saying? Stand liberty. That means, you know, God is trusting you to make the right decisions. And people should, too. So I'm not trying to, to, you know, tell you what to do. But I'm just telling you what's best according to the word of God is just be conscious of how you present yourself. The Bible says to present yourself as a living sacrifice. That's what we just read in one. That means you walk around when people look at you, they should see that you are a Christian woman. And that you have moral values. Amen. In other words, set your moral compass. And keep it set. Did y'all get that one? (laughs) Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Who cares about their customs and their, you know, what they do, their ideas, deals, because you have your own. And it's good that God gives us the freedom to set our own bar, you know, and he expects us to set it according to who you are on the inside, you know. You are who God says you are, and I think we need to remember that. Amen? Hallelujah. So... What is all of this for? Change how you think so that you can walk in God's ways and understand and know the plans and purposes of God. In other words, you need to know why you're here, where you're going, what you're doing. And it ain't all about going to a nine to five every day. That's just part of your life. But the other part is working for God, doing something for people, for humanity. Amen. And that's easy to do. Hallelujah. It's easy to, uh, give somebody a, a cold cup of water. It's just so easy. But this is what God is concerned about. He's concerned about humanity and we should be too. Amen. Let's go to Romans 10. I won't, uh, stay on that any longer. Romans 10 verse 8. Hallelujah. If you want to think like Christ, amen, then you can't be constantly bombarded with the world's sayings, what the world is doing, being like them. You have to be like who you are. Be like who God made you to be. Amen. And, and you are uh, made in his image and you're unique in every way. And you're a blessing to everybody that you come in contact with. I don't know why Christians don't want to be who they are. I think it's probably because they don't know who they are. Because that's a problem. If you don't know who you are, you want to act like somebody else. Because you're not comfortable with who you are because you don't know who you are. But God knows who you are. And he loves each and every one of us. Amen. And he has great plans for your life. And they're not boring and they're not dull <laughs> they're exciting this is an exciting time to be living in this world and living for God amen because I'm telling you the stuff that we did when before we knew God it was getting stale amen getting old and stale hallelujah but I believe that God wants us to be separate from the world so that people can identify us. You know, the Bible says that, uh, let's see, those are the sons of God. The sons of God are those who are led by the Spirit. You can't be led by the Spirit if your mind is not renewed. You'll never get there because you'll do everything we talked yesterday about uh, the rest of God. And, and the only way you can walk in the Spirit is that you understand the rest of God. And it's getting closer to Him, personal relationship. And getting to know Him in a personal way so that He can take you higher and higher in Him. God just wants to elevate us. That's all He wants. He wants, so He can bless you. He doesn't want to, put, He said He's not harsh or hard or, or, you know, mean, stiff. He's none of those things, but God is, is easy. His yoke is easy and his burden is light. And so a renewed mind helps us to live for him in a better way. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's go to, uh, verse eight of Romans 10. It says, but what does, um, but what does it say? The word is near you in your mouth and in your heart that that is the word of faith, which we preach so the word of faith is the word of god that's preached amen and we are supposed to hear it but you can't hear it if your mind is all screwed up amen if you think uh think wrong you hear wrong you hear wrong you talk wrong you talk wrong you do wrong and so you know god has a good plan of straightening all of us out so that we will achieve everything that he has for us because the kingdom of God is, is everything blessed. The kingdom of God is everything good. And God just wants to give us everything that's due us. Amen. According to the promises, hallelujah. And so the word of God is, should be in your mouth and in your heart. Well, how do I get it there by meditating on the word? Amen. The message we pre- preach, which is the faith message, will be in your mouth and in your heart. But it won't be if you don't think right. Amen? If you think wrong, you're going to always be in turmoil. Or you're going that religious thing is going to jump up and you're going to oppose everything that God is doing. Why? Because you say, I don't understand it. It doesn't have to come by you. You know, God doesn't need permission to do anything in his kingdom because it's already, you know, I look at the kingdom of God like a fortified city and God's word will stand as a strong tower. So he's done everything he needs to do. All he wants us to do is get out and spread the word, the good news of Jesus Christ. He doesn't need us to set the kingdom up again. But he just needs us to fall in line. Amen. <laughs> He's already got it set up. Amen. Hallelujah. So continually renew your mind in the word. Amen. And that your thinking process must change. We have to think like Christ. The Bible tells us that we have the mind of Christ. But you could you couldn't you know, couldn't uh prove it by some of the actions that we take. When I say we, I mean the church. Amen. I'm not talking to you, my little friend. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so if you think right, you believe right. Then you will confess right with your mouth. See, your mouth have to confess right or you never get healed. No, no matter what you see, feel, or think, you must, cor- you must confess that I am healed. See, that comes out of a renewed mind and if your mind is not renewed you're going to talk about every ache and pain okay so i'm guilty sometimes but i'm working on it <laughs> i'm working on it amen but you know we we know how to get there by the confession of your mouth and you know if you're not thinking right if you you're thinking wrong if you're thinking it's not uh perfected by the renewing of it by the word of God and you're not, you're going to talk wrong. You don't say anything. And then the Bible says that you will follow or your body will follow what your mouth says and what you think. As the man thinketh, so is the body. The body will follow what the man think. Right thinking comes from a renewed mind. So if you think right, You'll engage in right actions, amen. See, now you know why people are in jail because their mind, what they think, and how, the warped sense of thinking, and then they say wrong things, then they offend somebody, then they get in a fight, and then they get in trouble. So, it, but it starts in your mind, amen. It starts in your mind and in your heart, and you're. And the Bible tells us that whatever's in your heart, you're gonna say with your mouth. And so, but when you get your mind renewed, it's not just your mind being renewed. It's your heart too. get your heart straight. Amen. And I'm telling you, God can do all you mean the word of God. Just reading the Bible can do that. It sure can. It can renew your, it it will renew you and make you a totally new person. Amen. So much so that you walk different, talk different, look different. Amen. Even look different. Let's go to Proverbs 4. Proverbs 4. And we know the script. Yeah, we know it, but we need to go over it again. 420. Hallelujah. It says, my son, and that means sons and daughters, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. What are they talking about? The word of God. Do not let them depart from your eyes. So you're not supposed to let this word depart from your eyes. You're supposed to be looking at it and paying attention. The Amplified says, pay attention and be willing to learn. See, that's what a lot of people think they know it all. They don't want to learn. They want to teach you something. Call pride amen but you know you have to be willing to learn it says open your ears to my sayings and do not let them escape from your sight keep them in the center of your heart for they are life to those who find them and healing and health to all their flesh so what does that mean? That means that this word of God can heal your body. Amen. It's life. This word will save your life. Hallelujah. That's why a lot of people don't make it because they don't understand that. Nobody's ever told them, you know, that's why we need to spread the good news. See, that's what the good news is. The good news is you don't have to die today. You die another day. (laughs) Amen. You don't have to do it. You live here as long. You can stay on earth as long as you want to. Amen. That's the good news. And it's all done by this word. How much word you digest. Amen. Not just to read it, but to allow that word to work in you. Amen. It may not be done overnight, but it you'll get there. If you stick with God and stick with this word, you will get there and meditate on it day and night. Amen. You know, this is what I like. I like following the 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 prescription thing, the natural prescription. Three times a day, take your medicine. This is your medicine. Take it three times a day. Amen. And you can't miss like that. You'll be sure to get your healing. Amen. And anything else you want. Amen. Do not let these words escape that was the amplified amen, so how you you think affects anything in your in your life everything in the life in your life I think is this a scripture that says it's the issues of life I don't say that again. let me read verse uh 23. Yeah, the issues of life. Okay. So let's see. Let's do 22 again for they are life to those that find them and health to all their flesh. And 23 says keep your heart with all diligence for out of it springs the issues of life. Yeah, there it is. And so this word of God, when you speak the word, when you allow the word to come into your, your, your mind and your heart, life is there. It, it this word speaks life to a dead body it speaks life to a body that is decaying it speaks life to a body that is diseased this word is life amen i wouldn't trade anything for it amen because it is so it's just so awesome god knows what he's doing he's already got everything set up for your healing He's got everything set up for your success. Do you know that meditating on the word is connected to your prosperity? Amen. You will prosper when your mind is changed and you're not thinking poverty and failure anymore. You start to think prosperity and you start to understand and know that the word of God says that you can have whatsoever you say. Amen. Then you'll start to prosper because that uh, poverty must let you go because see poverty is connected to sickness and disease It's part of the curse. And so when you start to allow the word of God to work on the inside of you, poverty must leave you alone. It's just, it can't stay. It has to go. Amen. So t- verse 24, I didn't plan to read it, but I just thought I'm just going to read it and I'm not, I'm going to leave it alone. It says, put away your deceitful mouth. And put perverse lips far from you. And you know why it's saying that right after it's telling you that, uh, this word will heal you. And it's saying, so put that away. Don't, don't speak wrong, but continue to speak right things because this is where your healing and your health is coming from. Amen. For out of it comes issues of life. In other words everything connected to life and godliness comes out of this word. Amen. And this is what uh, Proverbs 4:20 20 through 23 is talking about. Watch your heart, govern and and uh take care of your heart. In other words, don't get into every kind of conversation with people. Don't get involved in every situation with people or with the world because it can cost you big it takes a lot to try to build back up what you lose from one conversation or one altercation amen one altercation with the devil and see the devil is constantly going to fight you he wants to get you in in uh, spats with people amen but see he's aiming for something else and so you have to watch him. Watch as well as pray. You have to watch. And, and watch what you get involved in. Amen. You just can't get involved in every kind of conversation or situation. Amen. Because, uh, meditating on the word and changing your mind, uh, will cause your body to be healed. Cause you to think right. Act right. So you don't want to mess that up. Amen. Well, I know you say, Well, I act okay, yeah, but it can always get better. <laughs> Amen. We can all we all need improvement. Amen. And that's why we're working at it. Yeah. We're working at it. Hallelujah. Success is 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 a result of what you think about. So change what you think. Amen. Let's go to Joshua one. We'll read a little bit in there. Hallelujah. Praise God. Joshua 1. And most of you know the scripture. But we're going to re- read it anyway. I enjoy reading these scriptures. And if I know them already, then I get a little bit more uh, understanding when I do read them, you know. Okay, so where where is it at? After Deuteronomy? Okay, I got it. Thank you. See, she's being my lookout person. Joshua one eight. Hallelujah. And it says, this book of the law, talking about this Bible, this is Old Testament talk, shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night. You notice how the Old Testament is still going to tell you what the New Testament is telling you? (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Same thing is just before Christ and after Christ. So this is talking about Moses' law. Now, we've been redeemed from the curse of the law, but we still have to obey the scriptures. Amen. And they still have power. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. But you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then, see it it says, not until then, that's what it's saying, you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. Hallelujah. So success comes from meditating on the word. There's no way you can lose. You only have. Uh, something to gain from meditating on the word. Amen. Reading the word and then muttering over it, thinking about it, taking a pause and saying, okay, God, what does that mean to me? That's what I used to say. How is this uh, going to work in my life when I didn't understand what some things meant? Explain this for me. Break this down for me so I will understand it. And if you ask him, he will do The Holy Spirit works inside of you. And the Holy Spirit will tell you whatever it is that you need to know because that's his job. Amen. I want to go to the next scripture. Verse 9. It says, Have I not commanded you to be strong and of good courage, and do not be afraid or dismayed? For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And this was God's instructions to Joshua after He took over Moses' job, and he was just reiterating to him what he told Moses. I'm with you wherever you go. Don't worry about anything. All you need to do is obey me, and I'm going to be there for you. So there's some trust, you know, to this this, uh, gospel. You have to trust God in everything that you do. And if you don't trust him or if you get weak like we all do, just let him know, God, I'm getting shaky about this situation i'm getting nervous could you could you strengthen me and he will you know god i i just don't understand this or i'm getting really nervous so if you can help see it's, when you confess to god you do it because he's your friend you don't try to run and hide from him and even if you mess up don't run and hide from god you know confront and say god you know i'm i messed up And I knew better when I did it. Don't go in there lying, saying, I didn't know. Because he he, going to tell you, yes, you did. But just say, you know, I knew better when I, or something told me not to go there, and I did it anyway. Amen. And then he'll just guide you and say, you know what? You're forgiven. Hallelujah. Think big. When you meditate on the word, you think big. Joshua was a big thinker because he didn't allow where they were in the, uh, coming out of the wilderness. And he was, they were going on their way to Canaan, to Canaan, to the promised land. And he didn't let that throw him off course. Amen. He still kept his faith and he still knew that God was going to do what he promised to do for him. Amen. So you have to think like Joshua and think big. Don't think that some things are beyond God's help because nothing is beyond God's help. Do you know just the least thing that you ask God to do? i put it like this. God wants you to ask him for hard things. He wants you. I got a prophecy one time, not a, a couple of pro, uh, conferences ago. And my prophecy, part of it was that God says, ask me for something hard to do. Ask me for something hard. Don't ask me for something easy, but ask me for something hard. Because God wants to show himself strong on your behalf. He wants you to know that he can do these things. He wants you to know that you're forgiven. He wants you to know that he loves you. He wants you to know that there is nothing too hard for him. Now, in our minds and in our hearts, sometimes we can't conceive uh what's uh we can't conceive god's abilities but but you know that's in the natural and sometimes we're not even expected to be able to understand with the carnal mind but when you click over to the spirit and you start to trust the word and believe everything that god says all things are made possible for you by him there's nothing that god will not or cannot do for you just try Him. ask him some hard things you know what i did i asked him a hard thing it took a little while but he did it he did it and i said wow i'm gonna ask him some more hard things amen because i know he'll do it and because i know it's all really it's already done and so, you know, God likes hard things because that's what he does. He wants to show you because he wants us all to trust him. Amen. Amen. So allow by, by, um, by renewing your mind, you're, you're enlarging your expectations and you're enlarging your capacity for faith to come. In other words, you're making more room for faith. And you, and you know, and God is just instilling on the inside of you more faith, more faith, more faith. And with more faith, you get more stuff or, or whatever it is that you need big. I need a couple big things from him and I know I'm going to get them because he's already told me that he, he's going to do it. Amen. So you have to allow god to do these things on the inside of you because you're not just renewing your mind you're put you're you're uh moving old stuff out of your body and and putting new stuff in moving disease and sickness out of your body you're you're moving wrong thinking wrong thoughts you you know you're just getting an overhaul and that's what the word of god does it just a trans uh what is that word yeah thank you transform she's been really being on on cue today <laughs> yeah it you know you're being transformed in every way spirit body and and mind you're being renewed in every single way hallelujah new thoughts will be revealed new things will be revealed because God will um give you new revelations you know when your mind see when we have our nat, when we think out of our carnal minds God can't talk to us real good because we're not hearing but when our minds are renewed we can hear everything and it's really he tells us secrets he gives us new things and really it's a upgrade so he's trying to really upgrade our thinking you know we shouldn't think the worst Like if somebody says, oh, that's a real pretty dress you have on and then they walk away and you say, she mean it. See, that's, that's wrong thinking. And so you have to just learn how to receive, uh, uh, compliments and learn how to receive from people and just, see, that comes out of a heart of love. Amen. Or thinking that some of she didn't really mean that she meant something, you know. That's why I always like to check behind myself, you know. You have to do a checks, a checking system. And make sure you stay on point and stay with God. Amen? Hallelujah. So let, uh, let God have His way in your life. And trust everything that God is doing for you because He loves you. Even if you messed up, and keep godly counsel it's so it, this is so important. Keep godly counsel if you want to do what God wants you to do and you want a godly result, don't go to the world asking them what their opinion is, or somebody that you know is not living right, somebody that you know is a a a, a, pose, a God opposer, why would you go and ask them anything? Yeah. Amen? you have to stay with god hallelujah there is a prerequisite that we uh uh must follow for prosperity and part of that prerequisite is not going to the world amen, amen? now if you want to get a, a a loan for your car of course you go to the bank but don't go until you know that god is with you and he's already told you yes Amen. Don't go nervous. Go boldly. (laughs) It's like, I know God says my uh, credit is good in heaven. I'm on my way. Amen. Amen. And so always, you know, go with what God has told you and not what you're hoping to get from man. Because see, man will change on you. God changes not. He never leaves you. He never forsakes you. And he says, I am God and I change not. But people will change on you all the time depending on what side of the bed they woke up on. Amen. Like it's two sides. It's only one side. You know, even in the natural if it's two, it's really just one side. And that's if you're on God's side, you get up on that same side every day. Amen. Let's go to Psalm 1. Hallelujah. Don't be fooled by by the world. Well, I just like them people because Christians are mean. You need to learn who, who, who's a real Christian and who you, you, you need discernment because everybody go to church ain't, ain't a Christian. Amen. And maybe you need to pray for them. Hallelujah. Cause everybody just ain't there, but they working on it. Psalm one verse one. And it says, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. Now you know what that's saying? It says, don't walk with sinners. Don't, uh, don't ask their opinion. Don't carry out anything that they tell you, even if it sounds like the right thing to do. You get it from God. Amen. Just go to God and, and get your, answers because he has everything that you need nor sit in the path of sinners don't walk where sinners walk nor sit in the seat of the scornful but his delight is in the law of the lord so in other words your key to success is meditating on the word and stand with god stand in the word allowing god to do a work on the inside of you and in his law, he meditates day and night. And then he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of living water. Amen. And, and that tree planted by the rivers, meaning it means that the, the water, the rivers that are calm and peaceful, created by God, will take care of you. Amen. Take care of this fruitful tree. See, nobody has to go out and, and, and take care of this tree. Put grow, uh, what is it, fertilizer on it or water it. You know, it's all done supernaturally if you think about it. And so you'll be just like that tree that's planted by waters, that's, that's taken care of supernaturally. God is saying he'll take care of you supernaturally. Amen. Hallelujah. And you'll be firmly planted. That tree is firmly planted, amen. And the streams and the waters tend them, and it'll grow strong. God is telling you that you you'll grow strong and be firmly planted. And that's all it's saying, and that's enough. That's good news. Amen. It says that will bring this tree will bring forth its fruit in its season. So whatever is due you, God will make sure you get it. And whose leaf shall not wither. And whatever you do shall prosper. So prosperity is tied into meditation. And see, the world is always copying off the church. Now, they took meditation and ran with it. But that's not what we're even talking about. They sit up and hum and, and channel, channel in wrong wrong uh, gods. That's not the meditation we're talking about. We're talking about pondering and thinking about the word of God until it until it you until it changes you and changes how you think, not um, until you conjure something up. You see, but the world that just goes to show you the difference in the world and the, the church. But the world stole that from the church. But I don't understand how they conjure. Well, you know, I've had, uh, uh, somebody said, well, I like to, uh, to meditate. I like meditation because it, it makes my mind so clear. I don't know. Well, if that's what clears your mind, don't let me stop you, but you need the Lord. You know, these people are looking for God and that's the sad thing about it. And Christians sit up and don't, you know, They are looking for God and they really would like to know how to meditate on the word. Because if we told uh, told them that you can receive a clear mind, joy, peace and love and all of this stuff, prosperity, healing from reading this word and meditating on it, you don't have to read 16 pages. You can get it from one scripture. But you know, allow it to go deeply on the inside of you and let God do an inner working. Amen. It can only work out good for you I mean, and meditate on it and meditate, <laughs> meditate on it the right way. Amen. <laughs> Amen. But Psalm 11 is a good Psalm to let you know what you're supposed to be doing and not doing. Amen. So, uh, I like the last, uh, verse three. I want to read it. Well, let's do verse two again. It says, but his delight, that means your delight is in the law of the Lord. That's the Bible. Amen. Because it's the key to your success. And in his law, he meditates day and night. You, you meditate in that word day and night, and he will be like a tree. You'll be like a tree planted by the rivers of living water that with strong roots, you'll have strong roots to God. Amen. And when you have strong roots, the devil can't come after you and knock you down or annihilate you because, trust me, that's what he wants to do. The devil means nobody any good. And he doesn't want to see you with anything. And so always incorporate reading the word. You know, even if you just spend you know, maybe 20 minutes or whatever you have to do, but get that word in there and always go back to it. If you get a little more free time, get that word in there, put your little spiritual music on and just enjoy the Lord. If you stay in that vein long enough, I'm telling you, it will change you and it'll change your anatomy in a good way, (laughs) but I'm telling you, it will change everything that it should change and everything that is not like God that's on the inside of you will be rooted out. Amen. Amen. I'm telling you everything in it is not like God. You look up and you say, Oh, what happened to that? Or bad habits or, um, you know, someone mentioned to me about smoking. I mean, that, that stuff will leave you. It will leave you. All you have to do is stay with it long enough and don't give up. Because when those that quit don't get anything. But, you know, just stay with it. You don't have to wear a, uh, what's the, a habit like the sisters where you, know, you'll have to be real holy. But these, you know, this is just for ordinary people like me and you. Amen. And we still love life and, and have joy and have fun, but we need the right kind of joy and the right kind of fun. Amen? Hallelujah. So whatever you set your hands to will prosper. Just stay in the word. You stay in the word. You need money. You won't need it long. Just stay with God. Amen? But see, there's always a slick deal out there. It's a slick deal, quick money, but it don't last. Amen. But what God gives you always lasts. And he keeps increasing it because he's the God of abundance. But you don't want anything. I don't want anything unless it comes from God. I just don't. Amen. So I want what he has for me. And he has nothing but good things for his people. Amen. Let's go to Isaiah 26. Isaiah 26. Hallelujah. Verse 3. And it says, you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. So if you find that you've fallen into some type of depression or discouragement, you know, and it's easy to do, especially if you don't keep your little uh, date with God uh, three times a day, just go in that Bible and read a scripture three times a day to keep you grounded and healed in your mind and in your heart. But if you uh, something like something comes up against you or bad news or from the doctor or whatever you're going through, Isaiah 26.3 has always helped me. If you meditate on God or think on God, He'll keep you in perfect peace. Keep your mind fixed on him. Even when you uh go through something bad, keep your mind fixed on him. Amen. And know that he is with you. And he'll perfect peace will come to you automatic well, supernaturally. It will come to you and he'll fix things that's in your mind. Amen. And this is how the kingdom works. Amen. Keeping your mind. Fixed on kingdom business. You know, the Bible says to seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness. And all these things will be added unto you. So this is how you stay afloat. This is how you survive. Is to keep your thoughts on God. Keep your thoughts on what he can do. Even if you remind him. I remember when I was in, uh, into religion and I didn't know God that well. But I used to think of scriptures that that I I memorized when I was um, in a traditional church. And I used to tell God, God, remember that scripture? And I would quote it to him. i say, remember that? What about that? <laughs> you know? And I would kind of like get the green light. Like, okay, I, I, I remember. That's the only way I knew, knew how to talk to him. But I'm going to tell you something. He responded to me and he acted on that word. He acted on that word because I didn't know anything. But what I knew you know, I would remind him of, I said, God, remember what, what did you say you was going to do? You said that you would do all things through Christ that strengthen me. I need some strength and strength would come. God knows how to relate to you on your level. Amen. Whatever you need, you just tell him, tell him what you need. You know, you don't have to speak a, a certain language to talk to him. He, he understands English amen and he understands tongues so talk to him in 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 any way that you know to talk to him and i'm telling you god is always there to give you whatever you need because he's your father you know you know i hate for people to say well i don't have parents you got a parent Uh uh-huh when your natural parents disappear your father is always there amen and he loves you and so you just have to understand and know and just give God a chance to show you how much he loves you. Don't don't close the book on him. Don't say case closed. Case is open and he's free and open to do whatever he wants to do for you. Amen. Uh, Proverbs 23, 7. I found that scripture says, so as a man thinketh in his heart. So is he if you write that one down. Because you're going to need that. Amen. Hallelujah. So think higher. Renew your mind in the word of God. Always think higher. That was Proverbs 23.7. Renew your mind in the word of God by meditating in it day and night. And set the direction for your life. If your life is going in a wrong direction... You can set the direction of your life. You can turn it around and start your life to go in the right direction by meditating in the Word. It's so much, meditating on the Word is kind of, I'm, I'm believing it's like a component of resting in the Lord. Amen. It's, it's so, it's in there. It's a connection there. Because when you meditate in the Word, that takes you into your rest. And so you have to trust Just trust God. Because where else is there to go? Do you know there's nowhere else to go? (laughs) Nowhere else to go. (laughs) But you can set the direction. Your life will get on a a right foundation and get turned around. I don't care how backwards you been. I don't care how confused you are. I mean, the word of God will set things straight. Amen? If you allow it to come in and quit fighting it and just allow... It to come in and do what it's supposed to do. Amen. Okay, Matthew 4, four I'm almost done. Hallelujah. We need to guard our mind. And that's another reason we need to continue to read your word. You know, not, nobody can afford idle time. You know I know you have to go to work, you have to wash your car, you got to cut your grass, yeah, I do all those things, but still, there is always time to uh you know sneak in some time with God. amen but Satan will constantly try to plant seeds of doubt and discouragement in your mind, amen. And I'm sure everybody here knows about that. But you have the Bible tells you to guard your mind and guard your heart with the word of God. You have to guard everything that God is doing. It's like this. I've gone too far. I'm not turning back. And I'm not allowing the devil to speak nonsense into my life or use somebody else to come in and, and speak nonsense or uh, try to get me on a wrong path. And so uh, I'm not going to do that. So what you have to do is guard your heart. The Bible says with all diligence, guard it. When you see the devil trying to come in there and put depression or discouragement or tell you, God's not going to do that. Or he ain't going to do that for you. Because remember what you did the other day or whatever, 15 or 20 years ago. Some people are still allowing the devil to play that tune. But you have to come against it you speak against whatever the devil is trying to do to you and yes you need to do that you mean that's what i have to do yeah you have to do it but it will become second nature to you amen like it was to jesus the devil even messed with him all the time came to him with wrong suggestions you know like he had he was powerful you know and that's you know that's a sick deranged person that think they have power that they don't have or want power so bad that they would tell somebody that they can give them something that they don't even own, that they already possess. (laughs) Well, let's read Matthew four, four. Hallelujah. And it says, and this is Jesus. Well, uh, I'll read verse one. It says, then Jesus was led up by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights afterwards, he was hungry. See, the devil always try to figure out when's the best time to mess with this person right here. Amen. So when I'm hungry and weak and haven't eaten in 40 days. But see, that's for people whose spirit is not, uh, empowered. But Jesus' spirit was empowered. Amen. And so verse three says, now, when the tempter came to him, he said, if you are the son of God, command these stones to become bread. And it says, but this is Jesus answered and said to the devil, it is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. It says, then the devil took him up into the holy city and set him on a pinnacle of the temple. And he said to him, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written that he shall give his angels charge over you. Amen. Because he was trying, trying him with the word. And in their hands, they shall bear you up, least you dash your foot against a stone. In other words, he's saying, if you jump off this building, go on and jump. God will catch you. He'll have his angels catch you, and, I, and he tell a lot of people that, that that fall to their death, cause they they fall for that crazy voice that tells him, them these lies. Go on and jump. You gotta have his angels if you know him so well. He'll have, he, and if he loves you so much, and it's called tempting God, cause there's also a scripture in the Bible to tell you not to tempt God. Don't do that. If you have a brain, don't do that. Amen. And so in verse 7, and Jesus said to him, it is written again that you shall not tempt the Lord that God. There it is. And again, the devil took him up, wasn't done, wasn't finished, took him up on an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, all these things I will give to you if you will fall down and worship me. Now, that's the devil's ultimate goal is to get us to worship him. And, and cast God or cast away God. Ignore God. Don't serve Him. Don't believe anything He says, but believe me. And this is what the devil is, is after. Because He hates Christians. He hates people, period, because He's nothing but hate. He's the father of lies. He's, He's, uh, here to kill, steal, and destroy. And He'll, He's a liar. He's the biggest liar there. He's the father of lies. And that's what the Bible says. And so he will tell you anything to shake your faith and knock you off course. So you won't believe the impossible. We are supposed to believe the impossible. Amen. Because God is in the impossible realm and he can do all things, but the devil does not want you to believe that. And so he'll tell you to do anything. He'll say anything to you, tell you any kind of lie. And even promised to give you the whole kingdom, which Jesus owns already. But he going to give it to him. That's This is just how crazy the devil is. But Jesus said to him, um, in verse 10, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, you shall not worship the Lord your God, but that you shall worship the Lord your God and him only, and you shall serve him. And so then the devil left him, and behold, angels came to minister to Jesus. Amen. God, do you know angels come and minister over you after you've been in a battle with the devil? Amen. And if you call them, they'll come before, before you even get into a a, a match with him. Because <laughs> you have that power. You just have that power to call. uh I call legions of angels every time I go on a plane. I, I call the legions of angels, all 12. You never know. I mean, they're, they're at my assistance. So hey, why not call them all? See what you can do for me. Amen. And so the devil is always going to come in there with some fake promise that maybe might sound good because it all sound good, but it was all fake because he couldn't do anything for Jesus. He, Jesus had everything already. Amen, because he is everything. And so you want to keep and hold on to those things that God has promised you. And the only way you can do that is, is renew your mind. See, Jesus' mind is renewed, and we have the mind of Christ. So we are are capable of knowing and understanding and having everything that God has promised us. But you have to stand up and you have to fight. And you have to know and understand what God has done already for you. And he's done it all. You don't need people in the world. You don't need anything that the devil has. Amen. Everything you need, God has. And he can give you whatever it is that you want. So you have to guard your heart. And part of guarding your heart is knowing how the devil gets in there to try to steal from you. And one way that he does this is through the ear gate and the eye gate. What you hear, be, in other words, be careful what you hear. Be careful what you look at. Be careful what you listen to. Because through the ear gate and the eye gate, uh God speaks to you, but so does the devil. He'll try to get you to look at material that's not good. Amen anything like that i don't want any parts of it because see i know where this is going he'll try to get you like that get you interested and then he'll try to take something away from you that's how he works so if you don't see yourself healed you need to see yourself healed and how do you do that you do that through the eye gate and see yourself walking see yourself talking see yourself whole. Amen. I see myself whole. Amen. Nothing missing, nothing broken. Amen. Because that's what I am. And so you have to speak up and allow the word of God to work for you. See, it's like this. Jesus is saying this. Here I am. I work for you. What do you need? I work for you. Amen. And that's not being um, how prideful, but that's being knowledgeable. Because that's what God is. God is doing everything for us that we need done. Amen. Nourish your spirit from the word of God. This is how your spirit is fed. Jesus' spirit was nourished. This is why when the devil came to him three times to try to tempt him, he let him have it with the word and the devil left because he was no match for Jesus. But Jesus has to do the same thing that we have to do, only we need it more. Amen. Amen. Eat spiritual food, continue to eat spiritual food, not the garbage from the world. Because the world eats garbage. Amen. Some of the stuff that, I mean, the filth that they look at and I mean, it's just terrible. And so, it, and it does nothing to help you survive on this earth. It's not pertaining to anything good, but it's a, a, a deduction from what god is trying to do in your life and i'm not saying you have to be perfect as the bible also tells us for those that think they are you not there's none perfect except the lord and so and and he doesn't expect us to be perfect but you do your best amen you do your best to not make mistakes that's all we can do is our best we do our best to not offend people we do our best to not you know, have enemies, you do your best, but you can't stop it because people are going to dislike you. I don't care how nice you are to them. They still going to find fault of you. You, you know, your supervisor might still find fault of you when you're doing a good job. You know, you just, it's not about trying to please man. It's about trying to please God. And so he, it is well worth, uh, you know, doing what God, this is why we need to obey him and please him and him only do like G- what would jesus do what he did <laughs> and what do we need to do what he did and so you know people want to know what he did but they don't want to do what he did so why you want to know what he did amen we need to obey god do what jesus did meditate on the word guard your heart with all diligence not partake of the world Not believe anything that the devil says because he's the biggest liar there is. He's the father of lies and believe God. And if God says he's going to do something for you, that's, you can take that to the bank. Amen. Now you may not feel like it. You may not, it may not look like it in the natural, but it's already done because God is doing, he does what he says he's going to do. But you know, sometimes you just have to, trust that god knows what he's doing and he's already done it and i'm telling you you'll get the manifestation or the fullness of what god says he's going to do for you it will come you know it might come a little bit or halfway but you if you continue in god it you have every single thing that he promised and more amen because you're in covenant with god he has to do this. See, this is what people don't understand he has to do these things because it's already promised and you are uh in in covenant covenant with him through the promises that he gave abraham our father and so you you didn't earn it it's not not about earning see that's another lie of the devil where well, you, you see you you're not right no i'm not right but I'm going to receive everything God has for me. I bet you that. Well, well, who do you think you are? I'm a product of him, child of the king, daughter of Abraham. Amen. And I deserve everything that God has already provided for me. And I will get it not because I I do everything right or everything wrong. It's already allotted to me. It's like God is giving everybody in here a blank check, you fill it in. That's how sure this thing is. All you have to do is stay with it and don't quit. Quitters don't get anything, amen? If you're in a relay race and you quit, uh, whatever those, uh, races are, walks, marathon, you know, you can take, some people, they don't, they don't get to the finish line for three or four hours. And I used to say the race is over. What are they doing? But you know, it's about quitting. You don't quit. They've already, somebody's already broke that ribbon. Yes, but you still don't quit because those who engage in a, in a race, you don't quit. You finish. You stay in that race until you're done. And that's how you get the prize. You, cause you, everybody that's in that race gets something. You know, they get that little thing that says, You know, proof that you did something. You accomplished something. But I didn't win, but I was in the race and I finished and I didn't quit. So if you don't quit, you will receive the fullness. You'll receive exceedingly and abundantly above all God has for you. He will, there's nothing he will hold back from you. Amen. But you will receive everything that's expected because he, why? Because this is what God does. He loves his children. He loves it. God, he died. Jesus died for the sinner and for, for uh, us. So he loves everybody. It's not just Christians. Jesus died for everybody. He died for mankind. He died for humanity. And he wants to do this for everybody. These promises are for anybody that believes. Anybody, If you belong, if you're born again, you belong to God. Anybody that believes will receive. Amen. God will heal a sinner. Plenty of them have cried out, God, if you're real, I just heard somebody's testimony the other day. I can't remember what it, who it was, but it was some, I I can't remember what the guy was into something bad, but he said he didn't know what to do. And he said, well, God, if you're real, then you get me out of this mess. And God got him out of the mess. (laughs) So he he helped good people. He helped bad people. He helps everybody, everybody that believes. But you need to know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. Amen. And if you haven't taken him as your personal Lord and Savior, you can. Amen. It's very simple. He wants you. He never throws anybody away he never throws anybody away he loves you so much he never throws anybody away amen everybody is useful to him he cherishes you and he is not mad at you amen get that straight the devil's a liar he is not mad at you god is not mad at you amen so meditate on the word and renew your mind so you can think like him and then the devil can't pull these tricks on you. Get your mind healed. A lot of people have been through a lot of hurts and wounds and that's what meditating on the word will heal your hurts and your wounds. Amen? And it'll clear up the fogginess in your mind. It clears up the fog. And so God wants to do everything for you that he has promised. Well, when did he, Where's the promises in that word? There's promises in there and he will give you, he's already given them to you. It's already done. You just have to receive it. It's like he's already bought you a gift and wrapped it with your name on it, but you got to open it. So it's already, all of the promises of God are gifts to us or blessings and it's already given, but you gotta open it up. You gotta open up the gift. Amen. You gotta want this to happen. Amen. Well, whether you do or not, God can over, override how you feel, but you have to participate. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, meditate on that word, renew your mind and produce godly thinking so that you can walk in the spirit and not in the flesh. Amen. You cannot walk in the spirit that's why many Christians don't walk in the Spirit because they are, they have foggy brains. I'm just telling you, you can't walk in the Spirit thinking double-minded, thinking one way and then another. And that's why this stuff is, seems foreign. Some of the stuff seems foreign to you because you're not thinking right. There's a lot of we don't think right sometimes, but we need to think clearly. And this is what God wants us to do. Amen. He wants us to walk in the spirit, not in the flesh. Now, when you walk in the flesh, you, you, you walk carnally. You believe what your flesh tell you. If you walk in the spirit, you believe what God tells you. Amen. Well, I I don't know how to do that. Get your mind renewed and it just will come naturally. Amen. You must renew your mind in the word of God. Emma, how much time do i how much time do i have timekeeper okay and the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened this is how your eyes if you you don't understand ephesians what is it <clears throat> One, 117 if you don't be, understand that it will become uh it will become uh, uh you'll understand it when you renew your mind amen the eyes of your, this is how the eyes of your understanding become enlightened. And then you start to understand what you're here for. Amen. You understand what your calling is. Let's go to Ephesians and that'll be my last scripture. <coughs> Ephesians 1, 18, 17 and 18. Hallelujah. Devils a liar ephesians one seventeen and eighteen it says um, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him amen <clears throat> hallelujah. And verse 18 says that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling. Amen. In other words, when your mind is renewed, he opens your eyes. He gives you understanding and wisdom. In, uh, at, let's see, how could I put this? He gives you wisdom as to why you're here, what your calling is, what you were doing. In other words, he gives you some type of knowledge so everything will come together and make sense to you. Amen. And so he'll give you that wisdom. You can only get wisdom with a, with a, a sane mind. You, you know, some people are walking around here just deranged and you, you can't get uh, understanding and knowledge thinking wrong. You have to meditate on that word until Uh, clarity comes the fog dissipates and when it does you'll be enlightened you'll start to say oh so that's what that scripture means oh wow that's what that is you know and i can remember and it still does that it's still becoming clear you never learn too much amen you never learn too much and you'll forever learn the bible tells you that you're forever learning until the lord comes And so don't put yourself on such a high pedestal because we all are still learning. Amen. And we all need to learn more and more. But you have to do your part. And so your part is to meditate in this word so that you'll start to understand the gospel of Jesus Christ and what God is doing in this hour. And how how do you fit in the plan? Yeah, you fit in the plan where do i fit in how do i fit in what am i supposed to be doing and and you know i think if people did this more they would it would be a whole lot few a whole lot wait a minute it'd be a lot fewer people ordained and preaching amen you No, know, go to god and find out if what you're called to do amen and I believe that's why so many people uh, think they're one thing when they're another. They want to be the top two. But it's few. You remember when we first started out, were, everybody was an evangelist. Now everybody's a, a, an apostle or a prophet. And people who are saying they're apostles, they don't have a church. They don't have money. There's no such thing. If you're an apostle, money follows you. You build churches, okay, so they need to go to apostle school one o one and get it straightened out. but see it's because of this scripture ephesians one eighteen they don't meditate on the words so that their eyes of their understanding will be enlightened so that they will know what is the hope of god what is God calling you, what is he saying to you what's your true calling? Not the call that man put on you. Well, I, I I want you to be the house prophet. That's that's not appointed by man. Amen. See, that's what's wrong with the church. That's why people don't want to go. That that position is is called and designed by God. That calling can only come from God. Amen. Hallelujah. And and the perfecting the saints is it's a fivefold. It's done by the fivefold. Not by the underclassmen. Just, just not done. Amen. Verse 19. It says, And what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe? What's his exceeding greatness? What's the exceeding greatness? So you gotta, you gotta really dive into this word of his power toward us who believe. According to the working of his mighty power. Amen. See, greatness goes to those who believe. And God will impart revelation to you. He will not, he will, God will not suffer you to be moved. And you don't have to be, have a big name. And if God didn't give it to you, you're wasting your time anyway. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But we need enlightenment. In other words, you need that light bulb to come on. So you'll understand and know what God is doing in this hour. And you'll have the vision of God when you're enlightened. What he really is doing, he's giving you his vision. He's giving you your his wisdom, his knowledge, his understanding. You know, all the lights are turned on. And you say, oh, okay, I understand now. <laughs> But you gotta spend some time with God to get this knowledge. Amen. It's not like the world, they drop that knowledge on you. This knowledge is not dropped on you. Amen. You have to, you have to meditate in the word. (laughs) Amen. So enlightenment, that means that your eyes, the darkness comes off, the, the blinders come off your eyes. Amen. Your ears start to hear. Well, I heard that scripture. I've been reading that scripture for 15 years and I never understood it. Now I understand that's because your ears can hear now. Do you know God can turn your hearing on? Amen. Hallelujah. And so now your ears can hear and then you now you understand. Now your eyes can see and now you understand. But there you have to meditate on the word. God also will enlighten your inward man. See, your inner man knows a lot more than you. Is that possible? Yes, it is. Your inward man understands everything because it's it's spiritually fed spiritually by the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost lives inside of you. And so the Holy Spirit is retaining all of this information and this knowledge but your head is still playing out there in the world well that didn't go over well but it's still true <laughs> it's still true <laughs> and so when you keep thinking carnally and and you know taking time up or allowing uh the world's ideas and under and whatever ideals or uh how they think what they do if you're allowing that to settle on the inside of you, then you'll never understand the mysteries of God. Amen. But once you allow, if you keep at it and you really want to know, cause some people don't want to know. There's a time when I didn't want to know. But when you, when you want more from God, see the more you need from God, the more you'll pursue Him. And the, and the Bible says that you need to run after him, hasten, hasten toward him, hasten to the throne. And so you, we really need to, you know, stay on course. Amen. Uh, let's see. One other thing I want to say, when your eyes are enlightened and your ears start to hear your moral, your compass for life is turned on. Amen. Amen. Because if you're not enlightened, you don't have a compass. You don't have a compass. You don't know where you're going. You don't know where you're going. You don't know what you're supposed to be doing. And you'll start going back out there. Because that's familiar to you. But but if you uh, are enlightened and you become enlightened by what you hear, what you, what you meditate on. See, you can meditate on uh, any crazy thing. And that will become more real to you. what's real to you is what you think about all the time what you meditate on and so if you want this gospel to be clear to you and more real to you then you'll meditate in the word you won't go off course and your compass moral compass and any other compass will be set and you'll know where you're going amen amen And your eyes will be enlightened to what God is doing in your life. Amen. So meditate on the word. We're going to stop. Hallelujah. Father, we do thank and praise you for your word. Amen. We bless you, Father. Hallelujah. We love you and we exalt you. We thank you for your word, Lord. We thank you for allowing us to come up higher. Amen. To upload all these things in our minds that's good and healthy. Amen. Hallelujah. We know that you want the best for us, Lord, and we do thank and praise you. And we give you all the honor and glory. In Jesus' name, amen and praise God. Hallelujah.